another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa. So we are all unique souls walking our unique paths. The paths that we express our uniqueness to me is one of the most exciting aspects of our journey. As we move through our journey, it's often layered with obstacles, some challenges that may lead us into the feelings of unhappiness, some doubt, anxiety, and some fears. I feel it's our mission while we're here to find that support through our journeys, especially those times when things are not all rainbows and unicorns. You know what I'm talking about? So that's where my guest comes in today. Her name is Karen Salmonson, and she has a masterful ability to take real life situations and bring them forth through her books, posts, video courses that I'm telling you are straight to the point and makes you say, hell's yes to that. And I want some of what she's got. For over 25 years, Karen Salmonson has been a multi best-selling author with 2 million books sold globally. Plus, she's a founder of a popular high traffic and high domain authority personal development website called notsalmon.com. She has over 1.5 million social media followers and 90K newsletter subscribers. Karen began her career working in New York top advertising agencies, Young and Rubicum, J. Walter Thompson, McCann Erickson, etc. She won CLIO's her first year in the business and became a senior creative director in her 20s. She quit because she was passionate about using her skills as a writer and designer to author books and screenplays. Her first book was a funny novel she sold to St. Martin's Press, which received rave reviews from the comedians John Stewart and Rita Rutner, as well as Publisher Weekly, Marie Claire, LA Times, Entertainment Weekly, Chicago Tribune, and others. Her novel was also optioned by Miramax to be a movie starring Marissa Tomei. She then also received TV development deals from Miramax, Burlstein Gray, NBC, Nickelodeon, and MTV. Soon after, Karen began writing a range of psychological nonfiction books she called Self-Help for People Who Wouldn't Be Caught Dead Doing Self-Help because they merged psychology with stylish graphics and feisty humor. Her first book of its kind was called How to Be Happy, Damn It, and became an instant bestseller, selling 350,000 copies. It's been highly recommended on Oprah and Psychology Today, who each invited her to become an online columnist. Featured in her PBS documentary, This Emotional Life, and an Eminem music video. After this wildly successful book, she continued to author a variety of best-selling psychological books published by top publishing houses and recommended by Deepak Chopra, Madonna, Tony Robbins, Goldie Hawn, Peter Goober, Ariana Huffington, Tim Ferriss, Tony Heiss, and then some. In the last few years, Karen began creating video courses for personal development, which quickly became a very profitable, profitable venture or profitable, whichever, right? <laughs> As a result, Karen is now many focused on producing more of her successful video courses. She also has a half-finished second novel she is working on completing. Gosh, welcome, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's great to be here. I love your podcast. So I'm very happy to be, you know, invited to be a guest. Well, I am so happy you're here because you know, I love you too. And I met Karen back in 2020 when I was doing the um, book doulas incubator course and you came on as a guest speaker. And as soon as I saw you and heard what you're all about, I'm like, um, Tom and I need to work with you at TNTSpareworks.com. <laughs> so we did. And we worked with you for several months in your brand honey marketing 
which was fabulous. We loved oh, it. Thank you. You guys are great clients. I, I mean, I, <laughs> it's, it's fun to work with people who I like truly believe in. And I think you guys are fab, fabulous. Just great. Oh, you're super sweet. And I think too, like that enthusiasm, right? Like we have it, you have it, it's high. Like how do we rock this together and get it out into the masses, right? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, you're mm-hmm. working with you. You you definitely behind the scenes, your fans should know this. You're just as enthusiastic and vibrant. Like that's <laughs> who you are. It's like so that's fun. It's fun to work with somebody who has that kind of energy, that vibrancy and all of that. Like it's you have like it too. You know, I'll have what she's having, you know. From exactly. That so so we'll eat what each other's <laughs> having, right, Karen? <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, for myself, like I've always been this enthusiasm, enthusiastic. Have you always been this way too? Yeah. Even as a child, my, my mom tells this story, which I'll tell you, um, uh, about when I first learned to walk and when my, my brother first learned to walk, I'm an older brother. And she said that, um, and it's so like, oh my God, you can tell who somebody is from when they're like a toddler, like those little details. So my brother, um, started sooner than me, but he took a couple steps, fell down and cried and didn't try again for like the longest time. <clears throat> and then my mother said that I started like later, but it was as if one day I just thought, you know, today I'm going to decide to walk. Like that's how she describes it. And I got yeah. up and I took a couple steps and I fell down and I giggled and I picked myself up again. I took a couple, I fell down and I giggled. And all that day, this is my mother's story. I kept uh-huh. trying, I kept trying. And then by the end of the day, I was walking. Like she claims I learned in one day. <laughs> you know what? That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> With your yeah, energy, that does giggling. not surprise me. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that fits me still, you know, falling and giggling, falling. But sometimes delaying doing something. And then when I do it, I'm like, I'm all in. <laughs> Well, the one thing that I find so amazing with your work and what you bring forth is the savviness, the feistiness, the words. I mean, like you just cut right to this, the chase and go, Hey, this is how it is. And sometimes it can make you laugh. And sometimes it can bring you to tears or you go, my God, that is so right, Karen. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm a feisty one. So let me guess at first, what were your first words in that, you know, quirkiness, you probably came across and said, damn it, mom, what are you doing? Or I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know if I said that. Maybe some of my feistiness is, I don't know, but this is like a therapy session, but I grew up in a kind of conservative household. I don't think I was allowed to say damn it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but my first self-help book, how to be happy, damn it. And that was before there were curse words on uh, right. self-help books. So that was also like extra daring because now, I mean, people have all kinds of naughty words in their self-help book titles, but that book, How to Be Happy Jam, it came out like in the year 2000. Wow. And my agent thought, I was like, what? Damn it. But I'm like, go with it. And then we sent it out. And it's at, you know, real life, like not, no, there's no fluff to it. Like, hey, this is how it is. That's kind of how I write. That's kind of, and that's how I talk. That's who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's very how you bring like, forth in everything. Yeah. Very direct, you know, tough love, but with love, you know, very, that's how I talk. That's how I am. That's how I write. Yep. yep. I love it. It's funny. Cause I have one of your books here called instant calm. 
Oh, yeah, and so yeah, you yeah. know that, you know, I'm a recovering hot energetic mess. So this was the first book I was guided to give with yours. It is fabulous. It's full of all kinds of two minute meditations and it's just a wonderful book. So that's how really all of your things are, your posts, yeah. your video you courses, know, everything. Actually following instant calm, even though it has the word calm in the title, actually secretly helps you to be more energized. It's like it instant does. calm for now. And then right. extra energy later, because all of that energy that you waste on worry and regret and anxiety, you, you get it all back and then you can right. channel it and focus it so much better in other things. And so with all the advice you give through your posts and through your books and your video courses, I mean, is that from real life experiences? Is that things that you've gone through that you're bringing forth, you know, wisdom and, and how to do this better than I did? How, how did you come up with a lot of these ideas? Yeah, well, um, I definitely am transparent in that I write a lot about things that I myself have struggled with. You know, I'm a recovered um, anxiety sufferer, and my anxiety led me to emotional eating. And on my site, I have a whole course about how I, you know, finally recovered from emotional eating because that's where my anxiety went. Mm -hmm. um, and so I take what I'm learning. So what happens is I hunker down, I'm like, you know, and one of my books is even called Enough, Damn It. But I kind of think to myself, Enough, Damn It, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then I go on this, like, I'm, I'm a curious person. I love research. I love research studies. I, so my books are, um, even though they have, like, you know, the feisty humor and everything in it, they're full of a lot of research. I love research. Mm -hmm. And so I share, but I think what I can do is I think one of my, my, skill sets is I can read like boring, complicated things mm -hmm. and then write it up. So it's fun and easy to understand in simple terms, but like sometimes playful analogies. Right. And so I do all the boring reading for you. And mm -hmm. then I write it up and go, look, this is what's the most important thing. And then I, and I feel like people learn better when, when things are written like with humor and with yes. stylish images, you know, it makes it right. feel like less work or less scary because changing is scary. Changing your ways and going into the, the land of the unfamiliar. And um, even if unfamiliar is better, it, it creates, you know, resistance. Right. Definitely. And um, I mean, where we're at right now in the, and you know, for myself, I believe as a soul, life is constant change until we're done and we move on to, you know, back out in the universe or whatever, but yes. it's how to get through the change. That's what's important part for myself. And you offer just that, like you said, it's like really having those um, complex aspects of life made simple and a little more and much more palatable. And, and I love that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it really just, it brings forth, you know, so much um, depth to what you're offering, but yet it's, it's not complex. And I think today's world is so complex and there's, especially the internet and everything going on social media, there's so many avenues that you can explore. So for myself, I always come back to, okay, let me keep it simple. I always say it's a kiss. It's, it's keep it spiritually simple since I like yeah. to work a lot with my spiritual part. So that's my big motto is keep it spiritually simple. Yes, I, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah, because we have too many, too much complex stuff going on. So how have you found where we're at collectively and what you have going on with your own life? How's things been working in that way? 
Well, you know, you mean with the pandemic and, yes. and everything like that. Well, um, it's, you know, you, you have to stay focused on, we will, things hopefully are going to change, you know, but dealing with it in the now is hard. And I have a son um, and it can be really hard on kids in particular. So, um, so one of my stress reducing tools for my son that makes it fun, that's like a quick example is um, when I would tell my son to breathe, like when he gets anxious about things, he'd be like, mom, I don't know what that means. I don't know how to do that. And even a lot of adults are like, I don't you know. So what I did was I got him a pinwheel because mm-hmm. kids like them and it's like fun. And a lot of the breathing is also about focus. Like really breath work mm-hmm. is it. I mean, breathing does help you just, you know, biologically too to change your, your, your mental state, but it's also psychologically with focus. So I got him a pinwheel mm-hmm. And I told him to blow um, on it for like three seconds and then pause for two, blow for three. And then he, his mind was focusing on the pinwheel spinning. Wow. And, and then in between, so it, it was teaching him a breathing exercise, but it was fun. It made it playful right. for him. So that's a good tool for all the parents out there who have kids who, and it's, the, I feel really, um, empathic for all the kids that are out there dealing with this now because it's this is their childhood you know it's very right you know it, it's it's sad for me to think about that for him because for a while he he couldn't go out and play and even though these kids mm-hmm. supposedly love video games no 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 they want the human contact you know there's right. so so that's how we, one of the ways that we dealt with it and just trying to do as many fun things as we can, like learning to cook and do recipes and, you know, trying to find things that be like, I call it zigzagging, like, okay, this bad thing, but how can we like zigzag it to something good? Like if it weren't for, mm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't know if I'd say it evens out, but thanks to COVID, we discovered some new recipes. I don't know if it's like exactly a pellet, but you know, we're like, well, what can this bring us? You know? Right. Looking at more optimistic than. Yeah. And what you can do where your, your focus of control is, you know, Mm -hmm. 20% on the problem, 80% on the solution or things that you can control or things that you can do, or, you know, where the love is, where the happiness is, you know, aim your gaze at those things and your time and your energy at those things. And that's the one thing, um, like with your posts that you do on Instagram and Facebook, is there, you know, they're really, they're very um, profound and they're right, right. Like with what we're going through. And I just had, I pulled off one that you just recently had that was said, please know that although you might be struggling now, someday you will look back and realize that what you went through changed your life in many ways for the better. I I just love that. Oh, thank you. That's because one of my core philosophies, quite frankly, I'm going to go a little deep here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is I believe that we're here on this planet to learn and this, I think we agree on actually, mm-hmm. as I go deep on it, but it comes from a different, what I love, by the way, and I'm going to interrupt myself, is that people can have different backgrounds and then they have the same universal beliefs. So my background yes. on it, I'll say, is weirdly from Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's a different area, but it, it 
it's merged with what your belief system is. Mm-hmm. And because um, I, I was a philosophy minor and I love philosophy, blah, 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 whatever. So Aristotle says that we're here on this planet uh, to learn lessons, to help us to grow into our highest um, self. So everything that happens to you is here for your growth. Mm-hmm. And when you have that lens on things, um, it you know, it softens some of the blow because what happens is you get curious, well, what's the lesson here? You know, what's the the hidden gift that might come from this or the redirection that where I'm being brought? Like, again, the word zigzag. I, I always, I talk to my son about that with that language because that's good for kids. Like, well, let's look for the zigzag. Maybe this didn't happen because we're meant to go here. Maybe this did happen because we're meant to learn that. So I, I always tell him to, I even do it for like silly things. Like he sends me out to buy, this happened the other day and he used the term to buy his favorite um, hummus and they didn't have it. So I got him a tabbouleh salad and he'd never had tabbouleh salad and he loved it. And he's like, mom, this was a zigzag because I taught him that as <gasps> vocabulary. <Love it. laughs> so even for something like minor, like, you know, they didn't nice. have what you wanted to order to eat. Like, so you always have to be looking for life zigzags. Like maybe it's meant to take you somewhere else and stay open. And so I believe that all struggles are here to help us to learn lessons, to help us to grow into our, our best selves. And that's just like totally, my life. Totally agree with you, Karen. And I believe too that, well, for myself, when I've had challenges, it's not until I've gone through it and I look back and then I start putting the pieces together. Oh, look where I'm at now and look what I went through. And I, I just feel that's what the, next, the last two years are going to be like. We're going to go back and go, so what did you, what happened for you in those 20 to 22 or 23 or whatever it's going to be, you know, which I hope it's only 2022 for, you know, the majority <laughs> of the, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the primary aspect of it. But yeah, looking back and going, gosh, you know, I mean, life is a gift and it's how you unwrap it. It's what you look, how you look into the, you know, the, the present moment, what's going on in your life. And I know a lot of people have had some real challenges, but again, like you said, it's the zig and the zag, like, okay, so what happened from those challenges? What transpired? Yeah. Yeah. So that's when you have that lens, um, it it stops you from feeling like stuck or, or even have, it, it changes. A lot of people could have lenses that become after a while so dirtied up with beliefs like, well, the universe sucks or all people sucks, you know, so, you know, and that can then be, then you become, I have like certain phrases for this, but like negative evidence collectors. And then you start looking for proof. The universe sucks. You see, you see, and then you're out there being a negative evidence collector, more proof, more, you notice that more, it rises up. You. So I, I, um, you know, I, I, you know, it's better to be like a positive evidence collector. So with the lens of this, how is this helping me to grow? That's what your focus is looking for. You become mm-hmm. a, an intentional positive evidence collector. You become curious to look for the lesson. That's where your gaze right. is looking. I love that. And so I believe that we're all energy and everything's energy. So our thoughts are energy or our feelings or energy. And so whenever, whatever we're feeling inside that also mirrors on the outside and like what you're saying, you know, we, we really all say the same universal truth. So we just have a, a cool variation of how you come across and say it and how I might come across and say, it, but it's all the universal truth, but it's, it's important things to understand, especially for yeah. our journeys. Definitely agree completely. 
and especially teaching our children, because I agree. So I believe that as souls, we come in at certain times and like these new souls that are coming in now are like, and you're like even Ari, I mean, you know, the, the age he's at, they're warrior children. I mean, they're here to help change the world, help make it a better mm-hmm. place. And even in the midst of all this going on, they're here for a reason, just like we are. You know, it's, it's pretty amazing to be here right now on this planet when a lot of spiritual people are really in the belief that, you know, we're um, elevating our energy. We're moving up a different level. We're uh, not ascending, but, you know, just um, the energy is shifting. And so it's actually an amazing time to be here. And there's going to be some amazing things coming out of all this really crumbling of maybe things didn't work for us for so long. It's time to change something different. I absolutely agree with you. Absolutely. Completely. Because sometimes people don't change until there's crisis pain Mm -hmm. and the world is in crisis pain because change is so scary. So they wait for things to get really bad to put in the effort of change. And that I think is where the world is dealing with crisis pain then becomes what I call crisis fuel. It fuels you. Like, you know, it's like, again, like the word enough, damn it, like enough, damn it. And then you're like, you're ready to change. But yeah, like I'm not taking any more enough, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel too, Karen, like right now it's about, you know, not only supporting people, but giving them hope. And that's what a lot of your posts do your, um, your, your courses, your books, it really gives people that hope and that support to in different ways. Cause I mean, some people like to read, some people like to, you know, cause your courses are amazing. I did the, um, the eating one, the stop emotional eating. And that was just so fun. And you have a new one that just came out, right? I do. I have one on develop stronger intuition, Uh which again, even though you and I come from Mm -hmm. maybe different like backgrounds, there's Mm -hmm. so much there that I know that you would really relate to. Um, about how to build up your intuition because as I get older, I listen to it more and it's like, there's, you know, you look back and you think like, I knew it, I knew it back then, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't listen to your intuition. And, and, and so I really started to focus more on building up my intuition and, and listening to it more. And so I share everything that I did that helped me and continues oh. to help me. That's wonderful because that is a big deal. And for myself, one of the key universal truths is that you're free as a soul. And that freedom comes with being able to tap into that intuition, being able to go, what am I feeling? Oh my God, that doesn't feel right for me. Well, why doesn't that feel right for you? And finding those answers for yourself. That's what I like about the work that Tom and I do at TNT Spirit Works is that, you know, it's really also about finding your own answers. Here's, here's what you have inside of you. Here's how to open it up now. Go find your answers. <laughs> so. Right, right. Where you become your own guru, your own best expert opinion. You without know. a doubt. Without a doubt. Yes. Well, Karen, it has been so fun. I want to leave with uh, one of the posts you had recently that I just love. So here's what okay. her post said. Message from the future you. Spoiler alert. It will all be okay. Future you. <laughs> that kind of sums up where we're at. Right, Karen? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Without any curse words, absolutely. And I just love you so much, Karen. I'm so happy you took the time because oh, I know you are a darn busy woman and have <laughs> lots to do. So I so appreciate you coming on, sharing with my, my listeners and all of your information will be in the show notes of how to pick up 
a beautiful book on Amazon, how to pick up one of your amazing courses, even the intuition one sounds amazing. And check you out on Instagram because my God, every day it's like you have so many amazing posts. So I'm just so thankful for you, Karen. I love you so much. It's mutual, completely mutual. Wow. What an amazing episode. Karen Salmonson is one of my favorite people in the world. And I hope that you do go on and check out her website, notsalmon.com, her amazing books, her video courses, and definitely Instagram and Facebook because boy, she comes out with some amazing posts every day that are so supportive and fun. So thanks again for listening to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa, and I appreciate each and every one of you. And just remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey.